Hey, it's John Bernadovich, your host of the HR Like a Boss podcast. Welcome to season three and an exciting announcement that we have reached our 100th episode. It has been an incredible journey over the last three years, and I appreciate everyone who has been a part of the show, whether you're a listener, whether you've been on the podcast as a guest, or working on the Willery marketing team behind the scenes, Lizzie and Bridget especially. Thank you so much for your support. I hope that you enjoy our final episode of season three and our hundredth episode of the HR Like a Boss podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider liking, subscribing, and sharing with a friend. And I hope that you enjoy our hundredth episode. And here is to a hundred more. We're back in live from the NORC 2023 conference, HR Hit Reset. Hi, Emily, how's it going? I'm on with Tabitha. We're going to get her in and out of the HR Like a Podcast on record pace because she's got places to be. This is Tabitha. Tabitha, tell the HR Like a Boss audience all about yourself. Yeah, okay. So I'm actually with Midwest Forge. Um, relatively new to that company, but I've been doing HR for the last seven years. I've uh, worked in unionized and non-unionized facilities as well as gigantic Amazon. Um, and so, yeah, a little bit about me. Um, I'm the HR manager over at Midwest. Um, as a side gig, I am also an aerial dance instructor, um, so I do that for fun. And I have four dogs. So that's what kind cool. of dogs do you have? Boxers. All boxers. All white boxers. Yeah. All white, bo white boxers. Apparently. I guess so. You rescue them, or they all like each other? No, nope, they're all expensive and uh, certainly not rescues, but they act like it. <laughs> I got you. Okay. And aerial dancing, what is the definition of aerial dancing? Should I know what that means? So imagine Cirque du Soleil. But oh, like wow. Okay. Rather than the silks, I actually do the steel circle instead. Wow. Yeah. So well-rounded. Boxers, aerial, aerial dancing, and HR. Wow, it's your most unique yeah. podcast guests that we've had today in regards to that those types of skills and experience. You eat fire, too? Are you serious? Oh, my gosh. First fire eater ever on the HR Like a Bus podcast. I knew you said yes for a reason for being on this show to showcase your fire-eating skill set. All right. The podcast is all about HR. How would you describe the purpose of human resources? Well, I think the purpose is to be a liaison between the employee and the company, but more so be an advocate for the employee and whatever client group. So if it's the employee that you're representing or if it's the manager and the team, I think that's the important thing. Make sure that we have the foundations and the understanding of every circumstance and try to get to the outcome of those um, as quickly and as efficiently as we can with the best outcome. Wow. That's really cool. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit for a second because you brought it up. The potpourri topic is about fire eating. Is it similar to doing HR when you're in an intense negotiation? Like, how do you actually eat fire? You know, is there a process for that? Is there a trick to it? Really weird metaphor, but yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm weird. I understand. Walking into all these random meetings and like, just like you called me in to sit down just now, eating fire really takes a one, two, three, go type of mentality. And you just have to be confident and you have to just kind of wait for it to be over. So I think with negotiations and these turbulent meetings and arguments, like that's the attitude we have to have. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, Do you go. actually put something inside of your mouth or is it real fire? Like, is it? It's is real there... fire. So we use, um, they're actually torches with cotton pads on the top and it's white camping fuel. So you catch that on fire and then that's how you can do the eating fire. And, all that. and did you get into that by accident or is this a thing you did it? Like you, you lost a bet somehow or like, how did you eat fire for the first time? Doing the aerial dancing circus uh, stuff got uh, me in a circus friend group and then they Pretty much everything crazy that you can do, we we do. You all just hang out and eat fire. Okay. HR people are fun. HR I, people are fun. I understand. Okay, awesome. 
All right, so the podcast is called Hr Like a Boss. The book that comes out this fall is called Hr Like a Boss. Tabitha, how would you describe someone that does HR like a boss? Well, um, I guess in my perspective, I try to make sure that I'm always engaging and communicating effectively, try to make sure that I show empathy, um, try to follow up and follow through on all of my actions, um, improve processes wherever I can, and get feedback all the time, surveys, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I think all of those encompass HR Like a Boss. Awesome. We're back live on the HR Like a Boss podcast at the NORC conference. Thank you, Tabitha, Thank for being you. here. Appreciate you. We're back on with Chris. We're just live here at the NORC conference. Such an exciting time. It's all things HR Like a Boss podcast as we're at the HR Hit Reset speaker series and independence. But I'm on with Chris. Chris, we're going to talk first about you. Okay. Who are you? Where are you from? What are you into? And why is this HR thing so important to you? So my name is Chris Cannon Jackson. I'm an international speaker facilitator. I've been in HR for 21 years and I have my own HR consulting firm where I work with small businesses who aren't necessarily big enough to need a full-time HR person, but providing them counsel or whatever else help they need. Well, we're definitely going to connect after this because our firm provides that kind of support. And if you're doing international keynote speaking, <laughs> I want to learn what that means because someday I'd like to put that on my LinkedIn profile. So Tell me what you think the purpose is of human resources. To be there for our employees, to be there, just to be that resource for them. They are our resource for the company and a company is only as good as the employees that it employs. However, for us, it's our responsibility to be that support for them so that they can better do their jobs. Totally agree. Be there for the people because if you're not, who else is going to be? If they're not able to advocate for themselves or don't feel comfortable, they need someone like human resources, a professional like yourself to support them. Absolutely. All right. We were to the potpourri topic, whatever okay. you want to talk about. This is all about your time to shine. You've got 60 seconds to tell the HR like a boss world. You're most important. You're the thing that comes to top of mind. We've talked about fire eating and kids and football stories and spike ball. What's your topic? Um, employee engagement and why it is so important. So it is truly, and she's my coworker, my <laughs> colleague over there is is like, wait a minute, why is that what you choose to talk about? Um, it's just near and dear on my heart right now um, because we're at a time where more and more employees are getting burned out. They're feeling more and more stressed. Um, agencies are feeling like they have to do more with less. And so it's putting the squeeze on employees. And so I've been tasked more and more frequently to try and help agencies come up with how do we get our employees re-engaged? And so being able to listen to what they want, meet your employees where they are, and then finding ways to be able to give them what they need so that they can continue to be engaged in your organization and be there for their customers, both internal and external. I'm totally with you. The reason why is that we're, on, we're at an HR conference. This mm -hmm. is the HR Like a Boss podcast. The number one reason why I wrote my book is the engagement levels for employees, two out of three people, Mm -hmm. are not engaged at work. Absolutely. That seems horrible. A data point that keeps actually getting worse over the years, not better. And who's the number one department that can influence employee engagement? The HR department. Human resources. Absolutely. So I'm with you. All right. We'll get you out of here on this last question. This is called the HR Like a Boss podcast. Book comes out in, in the fall. Make sure that you put it on your watch list to buy the book. How would you describe someone that does HR Like a Boss? Be authentic, be yourself, and let your employees know that you're human, 
you understand that they are human and that we can't always leave their problems at the door, meet them where they are, be there and lead with empathy. And um, yeah, just again, let them know that it's okay for their flaws and we're going to learn through them and work through them and get better. I love it. Thank you so much for Thank being you. on the show. You were awesome, Chris. Thank you. Okay, come on, colleague. All right. I don't know your name, but Karen. We're, Karen. Yes. All right. K &K. Let's K and K. Let's go. K and K. All right. You know how this works. You just saw all the questions. Right. 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 So let's start with you. Tell us about yourself, Karen. Oh, I'm kind of an eclectic person. One would think I don't ride motorcycles, but I do. Um, a few careers ago, I used to do autopsies. Fascinating. And I'm a veteran, Air Force veteran. Thank you for your service. Um, do you ride? So you ride motorcycles and you used to do autopsies. That's correct. And you're a veteran. Yes. Okay. What else? Yeah. Um, I love to garden. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like what? T t can you, can you figure out tomatoes? You know how to grow tomatoes? Yes. Okay. Yes. Those are hard. Um, no, not really. No. Okay. Not really. For me, they are. Yeah. Tomatoes, peppers, cucumbers, um, herbs. Okay. Yeah. Love all of it. it. Love mm -hmm. it. All right, cool. All right, so this show is not about herbs. It's about HR. So let's get to that. What is the purpose of human resources from your perspective? Oh my gosh. Um, just like my colleague, definitely employee engagement. But I think the most important thing for any company is the human capital. Yes. I mean, you need, uh, instead of funds, you need the people. That's your capital. Without your capital, you, what do you have? Mm. What do you have? And so I think that, um, you know, I'll be transparent. I used to think that HR, and in some cases it still is, is there to protect the company. But I love that there is a paradigm shift from that old idea into valuing your employees, especially now after we've gone through the pandemic and many people, a lot of companies are struggling because now they have applicants who first thing on their mind is, can I do hybrid mm. or remote? So employers need to figure out a way to accommodate um, these new uh, possible employees. And of course, still get the needs of the business met. Yeah, you gotta be able to connect the people to the purpose of your business, find a way to integrate all that so it works in harmony. And if we do that the right way, we can do some good things outside in the community. Absolutely. To get our employees engaged, they're doing meaningful work. At the same time, we got a business that's actually profitable. Now we have resources that we can do something good and give back to the world. All right, my next question is about whatever you wanna talk about. Now we talked about herbs, we talked about autopsies, we talked about motorcycling, veterinary, whatever you want. You, you were a vet, not a veterinarian, yeah. sorry, we're live. <laughs> you were a vet, thank you for your service. What do you wanna talk about? What do you want the, the world to know? Uh, free form for you to, to break down something that we'll talk about for 60 seconds or less. Okay, well, I will have to be a nerd, uh, like nerd my out. friend there. Nerd out. Um, because my um, passion is training and development. And I think that employers can do so much good with making sure that they are supporting employees, whether that is having a succession plan or training them up so that they can, what, leave the department that they're in and excel. Yes. So um, it is my passion and I consider myself an advocate uh, for employees. So that, that's it. it about me. Train and develop. Let's make sure we leverage that human capital, give them opportunities, make sure that we get the most out of them. All right. Talking about getting the most out of it. This is the last question you have. So get ready. Okay. This is the HR Like a Boss podcast book comes out later this fall. How would you describe someone that does HR Like a Boss? 
Um, being able to be transparent while simultaneously understanding that there are certain guidelines that you need to um, adhere to. Um, so not being so hard, being empathetic. I've heard a couple of other um, guests say that, and that's definitely true. Being able to listen um, as well as, well, let me back it up. One of my favorite chapters in Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is to seek first to understand, then, comma, then be understood. Yes. So I think that's the best thing that we can do so that we can find out what employees need, what the company needs in order to be successful. Let's go. Thank do you it. for being on the show. Thank Appreciate you. you. Enjoy the rest of your time at Nork. Thank you. See ya. All right, so we're back on NORC Conference, HR Hit Reset 2023. I'm on with Cam. Now, Cam is a brave soul. I'll tell you why, because I asked his colleague to be on the show, and she looked at me like I was crazy, which I am. And then she said, oh, wait, find this guy named Cam with the green circle growers shirt when he walks back down the aisle. And here he was. And I looked him in the eye and said, you're going to be on my podcast. And he He's a little bigger than I am, and I was afraid <laughs> to tell him what to do, but here he is. He must really like his colleague and, and working together with her, but all kidding aside, Cam, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, no, I got volunteer for this, but that's okay. I guess could uh, take some positive out of that, right? So um, obviously she thinks uh, some things that I say mean some, something, sorry. So I got to take that as a positive, but uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, my name's Cam Cameron. I work at uh, Green Circle Growers. I'm a talent acquisition lead, so I lead our talent acquisition department. Um, help us with a variety of areas, um, you know, lead coaching, developing some of our other recruiting areas of our recruiting team, but then also managing process from a day to day basis. So, and what uh, are you recruiting? Who are you, who are you recruiting for? A lot of things, all, right? All things, okay. Yeah. So yeah, okay. we, um, you know, we're a major greenhouse facility. We, um, you know, typically when you think greenhouses, you're thinking produce or, you know, small facilities where customers are able to buy their own plants, you know, again, plants, flowers, produce, whatever that may be. We're, we're obviously very different. We, um, we're family owned and operated. We've been around since the sixties and we're, we're one of the largest green, uh, greenhouses in all of North America at this point. Right. So wow. right here in Oberlin, Ohio. And, you know, people actually don't really know that just in our backyard that, you know, an innovative and place that's growing like green circles right down, the, right down the street. So literally growing. Yeah. Literally growing. Yeah. <laughs> grow with us. Right? Yeah. And, and, and how, how would you describe that success? The fact that they've They've, they've had so much unique opportunity here in Northeast Ohio, and I'm just so curious with that success. What's the number one thing you grow in Oberlin, Ohio? What, what's the thing? Is it a flower or is it a plant? Yeah, is so mostly a... plants and flowers, Plants right? and flowers, so, yeah, okay. Yeah, a lot of in-home work. Um, you know, one of our main um, our, our main brands is our Just Add Ice brand, if you've seen that in, in stores. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's, uh, it's our orchid brand, right? So we, um, we have, you know, one of our four plants is... Uh, legends legend has it over a million orchids moving through the plant at one time so wow um yeah mostly in home plants and flowers but we do dabble into a lot of the other things too so that's cool all right so how would you describe the purpose of human resources cam uh purpose i mean you know support is the number one thing right i mean not not only just support in the sense of being there for for the the people you're working with but uh, I think it's a sense of just uh, being easy to work with, right? Just I think that's an underrated uh, skill people take take for granted is just being somebody that's easy to work with and um, gets the job done without issues, right? Don't make it hard. Make it easy. Find a way to yes, not an immediate no. I think that was a 
great piece of advice I got from another friend who actually made it into the book, Amy Powers. I'll give her credit for that. Hey, Amy, how you doing out there? <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about whatever you want to talk about, Cam. This is your opportunity. I, I don't care what sure. it is, sports. You want to talk about work. You want to talk about the weather. It's your time to shine. Sure, I'd love to talk about sports, but that's no, that's okay. I mean, what is what sport are you going to talk about? Okay, all right. <laughs> but uh, I I played football myself. So you did. Where at? Uh, Lake Erie College. There's a few had a few guys here that uh, I remember from school. To be honest, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, the neighboring yeah, yeah. Uh, conference. That's awesome. Pretty what position did you play? I played inside linebacker. So. All right. So you like to hit people. Yeah, and now I recruit people to help us grow flowers. So I'm, I'm thankful that you said yes to the podcast <laughs> yeah, and didn't hit me. That would have probably been <laughs> of the HR Like a Boss podcast at no North. Problem. But yeah, no, that's yeah. cool. I know yeah, several inside linebackers in my life. And they've, they're really successful, caring, hardworking people. Yeah, I'm just, assuming you fall into that category. Do that one around actually normal awesome. <laughs> you're actually normal yeah i got you i understand anyway I, you probably didn't want to talk about inside no, as a matter okay. of fact we just hired a colleague zach lesko who played inside linebacker for syracuse he's right there fellow inside linebacker right? so that's great play, mike will you gotta play on the outsider there you go got the will got the will all right cool they know the inside talk of football all right so that that's always that's always the person that Peyton Manning would call out, right? That's right. Yeah, Omaha, Omaha and then 42. 42 is the mic. <laughs> All right. Somebody That's knows right. what that means. You do. We won't get into that. You want to talk about something else other than Mike linebackers, I'm sure. <laughs> For sure. Uh, no, yeah, I think just uh, I think a lot of the, uh, the, the the theme today is a lot of problem solving and um, just understanding, active listening, things like that. And I, yeah, I heard a stat that we, we talked about three and four people uh, hate their boss. Or, or, or disapprove of their boss, right? So it's kind of a wild, wild thought to think if you sat down at a table with four people that three, at least three of them are saying that they're disapprove of their boss, right? So, I mean, you know, I think that we talk about like the Band-Aid theory, right? I think that's uh, something that brings my mind that way is that we so, I think we get so caught in the day-to-day -day of our work that we- Forget about the big picture. Forget about the big picture and yeah, what, what, what change really is, right? So- understanding that there is times where a band-aid may need to go on but we need to circle back and make sure we're checking on our people right and really really deciding what the you know understanding what a problem is and getting things to to work out the right way for the long term for everybody as opposed to just laying down the band-aid and moving on because then the problem's never really truly been fixed right so well said well said you can't put duck band-aids on top of a, a geyser that's about ready to explode. It's, it's, it's never, it's never going to make it better long-term. All right. So the, the show is called HR like a boss This podcast you're on. The book comes out later this fall, same title called HR like a boss. How would you describe cam someone that does HR like a boss? Awesome. It owns it, right. It owns their, owns their process, owns their department, owns everything they do on a day-to-day -day basis. Right. I mean, it's um, being somebody that's easy to work with. I go back to the, that again. And somebody that, you know, is, just things are going to get done, whether it's the next day or something that maybe take a few days longer. It just having the trust that when something's added to your added to your workload, it's it's just going to get done, right? So, I, I say owning process, just owning it and and uh, believing that you know what you're what you're saying and trying to do is is going to get done and and uh, getting people to 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 follow along the way. Yeah, that's awesome. There's there's two things in the book that are table stakes for doing HR like a boss. You got to love what you do, and you got to take ownership. That's it. Own it. Nail on the head. Cam, well done. Appreciate Thanks for it. Having Thanks me. for yep. popping no in. No worries. And make sure that your colleague buys you lunch next time. Okay? <laughs> Sound good. All right, so we're joined by Geraldine. You've never done a podcast before, have you? No. Okay, so this is no big deal. She took a big, deep breath, 
everybody on the internet, let's give her a hug and a high five. It's just the three of us, me, you, and Lizzie. No one's really paying that close of attention, but maybe okay. they are. So don't worry about what <laughs> okay. you say. You know the deal. You know what we're going to go through. So tell people a little bit about yourself. Oh, about myself. Well, I'm a, a very have a very unusual career path. Um, I started off life, as I jokingly say, as a scientist. Actually, my degree is in meteorology. So I started off life as a weather person and then went into a number of different um, industries, uh, property management, real estate management, um, hospitality, uh, uh, residential and commercial property management and so forth, and uh, banking, mortgage banking. And then I wound up at uh, Tri-C uh, Corporate College. And really, that really prepared me for that particular job. And I've really found my passion now. Uh, I'm still passionate about weather, but uh, helping people is another passion of mine. So um, helping people develop themselves has been a really great fit. I love that. You're forecasting the weather. Do you have an app that works better than others? Or how do you know if, like the, what the weatherman or woman says is going to be right or not? Can you tell? Is this, a, I mean, you know how they, the joke they say about weather people. You know, uh, it's just their timing's a little off. A little off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If they only had 24 hours to, 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 to tell the story after the weather happened, they'd be a lot more accurate. Right, right. Well, um, honestly, I've like researched all the apps that are currently out there. And I'm a fan of both the Weather Channel and AccuWeather, and I saw I balanced between the two, and I found some other ones out there that are more into the data, but it's just being knowing behind the scenes and all the data that's collected and maps and, uh, and everything that's analyzed and reviewed, you know, we have only access to just a sliver. So a small it, amount it, of yeah. it. I'm it's always hard. fascinated on AccuWeather that they can go 30 days out and give you a prediction of what the weather is going to be like 30 days from today. How in the world do they know that? And then when that day comes, it's actually pretty close, which is kind of scary. So we won't knock on weather people. This is all about doing HR and doing it like a boss. So tell me what you think the purpose of human resources is. So in my, my experience, um, really, I see human resources as um, being not only um, an advocate uh, for the talent, but really aligning the human capital to the business strategic objectives and goals. And that's really quite a, an amazing balancing act, right? As you're out there trying to push uh, the organization's culture, uh, business goals, everything that they want to achieve, and then bringing in, recruiting, developing, supporting, uh, being that advocate for uh, the talent that does come in. So, um, that's where I really see their main role as. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that's great. You got to have an, a balance between the people that are there and the people that you're bringing in to maintain your culture and advance your company. Now, talking about advancing, I know you have a topic that you want to talk about. There's got to be something near and dear to your heart, family member, friend, experience you just had, vacation that's planned, something that's going on. What, what's, what's that topic you want to share with the world while you've got the platform? <laughs> well, um, I have many, but I love Cleveland. And um, prior to the pandemic, I was um, I learned of Slow Roll Cleveland. Are you familiar with that? I'm not. Tell oh, me. Slow okay. Roll Cleveland. Yes. So I have now become much more involved in Bike Cleveland. And Slow Roll Cleveland itself is um, a group of individuals who uh, serve as the squad, kind of like a security guards. And back in 2018, 2019, when I first joined, there was maybe 
you know, 50, 100 or so people. We go out and tour um, different cities around Cleveland every Monday evening, okay. most every Monday in the summer. And it has grown to now we've had over 300 people riding all together. It, they're, they're leave nobody behind. I mean, this is something easy that anybody can do. You're riding bikes. You're riding yeah. bikes okay. uh, through the great cities of you different communities. communities of Cleveland. Oh, my gosh. How cool. Mm -hmm. And hence the name Slow Roll. Really cool. Check that out if you're in Cleveland. Uh, you can also look up Geraldine on uh, LinkedIn, and she'll find a way to give you a chance to do your slow roll. I'll get you out of here on this, Geraldine. You've been great. First podcast. You can add that to your resume. <laughs> Successful. How would you describe someone that does HR like a boss? So someone who does HR like a boss is someone who everyone in the organization uh, wants their opinion and, mm -hmm. and knows and is very comfortable about turning to them, not just the executive leadership. Um, but anybody who has something good going on in the organization or needs help or support, that the first thing that they think of is HR or in the HR leadership team. Love it. Awesome. Geraldine, thank you so much. Appreciate you being on. I look forward to maybe slowing my roll with you sometime and so. biking around some community in Northeast Ohio. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Right, thank you. See you around. Take care. All right. Welcome back again. We are continuing our live stream from the NORC conference, HR Hit Reset 2023. We're in Independence, and I'm delighted to be joined by Sara. She is a podcaster. She hosts her own podcast. I'm sure she'll tell us about that in a minute. But the first thing we want to do is get to know you a little bit. Yeah. All things Sara, please tell our HR Like a Boss audience all about yourself. Absolutely. So thank you so much, John, for the opportunity. Uh, name is Sarah Ismail Beggy Bartlett. I'm a consultant. I'm a founder for Mod Network. We do organizational development, leadership development, and I do team and individual coaching. So very much aligned in the HR space. Most of the folks I work with are HR <laughs> directors, contacts, things like that. Um, and yeah, I have a podcast, as you mentioned. It's called Can I Offer You Some Feedback? So yes, you can. <laughs> It's a great opportunity for me to connect with folks who do really great work around feedback and hear from their perspectives. So, Most people not want to answer that question, yes. I don't know if I propose, propose that right way. Can I offer you some feedback? Most people would say no, or their first reaction is, oh, no, you're going to give me feedback. I'm in trouble. Yeah, so that's the first question of the podcast. What's your gut reaction when that question happens? Most folks, it's a, oh, God. Oh, no, what's going to happen? Because honestly, a lot of folks aren't great at giving feedback. They don't like it. They shy away from it. And it's not something that we get a lot of practice doing or see great role modeling for. So I appreciate the hesitation that a lot of folks had, because I'm sure you've also had a lot of folks who are not great at it. And that can ruin the experience. But when you've had exceptional feedback delivered and done in such a nice way, that's a great thing. And that's what I'd like to spread to folks. So um, definitely comes up a lot in individual and team conversations. Yeah, well, we can cross-pollinate the podcast if you ever need a guest yeah. on your show that I'll tell you my journey on feedback is actually written in the book and something that I'd struggle with as a, as a young person growing up in a family that I, lo I love my my siblings, my parents, etc. But there wasn't a lot of like what your emotions or feelings were. So you kind of dusted those things off. So over time, I developed this hard wall of like, don't give me feedback because mm -hmm. I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. And then over time, read a number of books, actually went to therapy and all that good fun stuff. And I'm in a place now where I run toward the feedback. I want everyone mm -hmm. to tell me how we're doing. I, I cannot take it personally. That's another thing I learned in all, all the, the the journey of developing my, my feedback story. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that, but yeah. I think that's an awesome show that you have. And I, sorry, I appreciate that perspective. Let's get into the HR like a boss. 
interview questions. First one of that is how would you describe the purpose of human resources? You know, I think that's one of the challenges, especially as the title has evolved, right? We went from personnel, human resources, is it talent management, right? Or human capital? What's the word that we're using? Um, I think it depends quite heavily on the organization and where they prioritize that. Um, Some entities have it at the table. Your VP, your chief of HR is there. In there, it's how do we support employee development? How do we think about our employees as being the reason why we can do that work? And so in an entity like that, where HR is at the table, I think it's more utilizing the staff where it's kind of hidden under maybe an operations or administration, maybe even a finance function. I think it becomes more of a management tool, right? How do we make sure we have the folks we need in the seats, maybe not necessarily the right seats. So I think when I think about human resources, I'm very cognizant of where it is in the Mm -hmm. org structure. Um, I think in the end, I would I think most folks who enter HR, they want to help people. They want to bring the best to people. It's whether or not they're being given the space to do that in their entity. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. I think it's, you really need that platform. You need that opportunity. And people, when given the right, put in the right situation, given the right opportunity, they can achieve a tremendous amount of things in their life. Now, let's talk about achieving some tremendous things. We give each of our guests at the live stream here at the NORC conference a chance to talk about any topic they want to. It doesn't matter if it's HR or business related. So Sara, what is that topic for you and share it with our audience? Yeah. So actually I've got something coming up um, through C-SHARM. I'll be talking at Disrupt HR in a week or two. (laughs) And so the topic that I'll be uh, focusing on there is Dear Senior Leader, Please Retire. And so we'll be exploring a little bit. It's a spicy event, so we're trying to have some some feisty feedback. But um, I think it's an opportunity for us to think a little bit differently about succession planning, leadership development, and bringing folks up in the organization. So it's an invitation both for folks that are looking to step in to have some of those crucial conversations, but also for leaders who have been in their roles maybe 15, 20, 30 years to say, how can I bring others up? And how can I help make space for them at the table? Have you been to Disrupt HR before? I have. Okay, so you know what it's like. Have you spoken at Disrupt HR before? No, this is the first time. Okay, make sure you practice. Make sure you practice. I always would do a five-minute walk in my circle, (laughs) my neighborhood, and make sure I got those slides in my head. Because when you stand on that stage, it's unlike any other experience (laughs) you've ever had in your life. Because there's no back on that clicker. It just gets going. Go forth. Go forth. But have you considered, maybe I just have the same slide the whole time? That would be disruptive. (laughs) Slightly different variations of the color. Yeah. From, See if anyone notices. Uh, I would. Maybe that's why. There you go. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure your slide deck is already done. Yeah. And you're not going to change it today because it's June 8th is the Disrupt yes. HR, which is roughly two weeks away. Yes. And I can't, I will be there and so will our team will support you. Faces. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so cool. Make sure you see Sarah and others at Disrupt HR in Cleveland coming up on June 8th, cross-pollinating throughout this podcast through the plug of the Disrupt HR Cleveland coming up soon. All right, Sarah, the podcast is HR Like a Boss. The book that comes out in the fall is HR Like a Boss. How would you describe someone that does HR Like a Boss? You know, I think about folks who do it very well who really love their work, it's where they take the time for meaningful connections. I think regardless of your field, regardless of your profession, I just happen to see HR books do it a little bit more. I'm a little biased in that regard. It's that meaningful connection. How do we have deep conversations with folks? Because while I'm here right now at this organization in this role, I may not be there two, three years from now. I may not be there five years from now. So I think that there's an aspect of folks who know everyone, who have the, they don't know everyone, but having 
deep, strong connections across the way where I can say, oh, yes, I know that person. Oh, I can make a referral for you. Or I, let me do an introduction. I think that's what makes it really exceptional because none of us knows everything. Mm-hmm. right? How do we use our networks? How do we use them collaboratively and share? Because there's plenty of opportunities. There's plenty of chances for us to help make things better for our employees, our clients, our customers, and utilizing that. So folks that I see that do it like a boss, that's they're utilizing those networks, building relationships, and making a lasting connection. Awesome. Sara, thank you so much for being on the podcast and good luck at Disrupt. Right, I'll see you there. So you got it. Have Take care. Day. You too. Here we are with Ty, my friend Ty. Same, Love man. you, buddy. Thank you so yeah, much. I got the uh, Willery Blago box. We got the Blago box. We'll put that right on the camera so we can see it. There we go. Okay. I brought you the official USI chapstick. Oh, yes. Let's go. Shameless promo. Okay. USI, I got the chapstick. Put it in the pocket for later. All right. Ty is a good friend of mine. We have had fellowship together. We've talked about parenthood, fatherhood business and life. I cannot tell you how excited I am to have you here live at the NORC conference, HR Hit Reset 2023. We're, we're here in Independence. So Ty Reed, tell people that don't know about yeah, you and who you are, your story to the HR Like a Boss audience. Sure. Well, first, I really appreciate you having me and just the opportunity to be here amongst a lot of great HR leaders that are uh, being innovative, and uh, going beyond, you know, just the day to day to try to get better, right? That's what yes. these things are all about. Yes. Um, they're collaborative in nature, and as a uh, partner to the HR community and uh, professional network, you know, at USI, we just appreciate the opportunity to be here to support those efforts. Yeah, thank you so much for your support. I know last time the Happy Hour was sponsored by USI. If you haven't met the great team at USI, find Ty or others within the community. They're terribly supportive to you and your business needs. At the same time, they're just really good people. So, and t- Ty's the head of that list. No offense to all my other USI friends. He's he's blushing here on screen if you can't see him. All right, so let's get into the podcast. The podcast is all about HR. How would you describe from your perspective the purpose of human resources? Yeah, so I think the purpose of human resources is that we get to work with a myriad of different um, types of uh, employer groups that have different uh, levels of HR team. Sometimes it's a team of one, sometimes it's a team of 20, you know, and um, how are we support those efforts? I see it best. Uh, they, it's it, They're the pulse of, HR is the pulse of an organization, right? Like people, em, the employees who get the work done see HR as either um, a trusted lifeline where they can go and unpack, um, you know, whether it be personal or um, you know, professional issues or, or, or they view HR as like, ah, I don't know, like, you know, they, it depends on the culture of the company, but I think the companies are doing it really well. Um, that's almost like that, uh, you know, paternal type. Um, and, and that's what I see most of because we work with a lot of great HR leaders, like the folks here, um, that are just, it's not just a job to them. It's personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully that's the case, or you're probably not in the right seat uh, within the company. For sure. Yeah, no, the culture is so important and, and HR drives and delivers all that for you every single day. And if if you're listening in and your HR department is not doing that as well, well, see Ty or maybe read my book when it comes out later this fall to teach you how to do HR like a boss. All right, Ty, I know a topic I'd like to talk about with the community, but I know you're you're kind of bashful when it comes to that maybe i don't know but i'm going to give you the forum to bring up any subject you want to talk about whether it be your kids whether it be your family whether it be your work or personal what's that thing you want the world to know about you or that's going on in your life right now 
Um, well, I'm a dad. I have three young boys, like we've talked about, uh, incredibly busy with that. So, um, you know, just the balancing act of not trying to say yes, just to say yes, just being really intentional about what we say yes to um, between work and family. And um, my favorite thing professionally to do is um, just you know, help plan some of these events and things like that. I wanted to promote um, a couple of things we have coming up. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. That um, we have Seasherm um, here on June 15th coming up. Um, is an event we've planned for HR professionals looking to uh, essentially uh, make sure they're getting the most out of their benefits. Um, attracting and retaining humans is the toughest thing yep. we do. So Lindsey Rink is one of our communication specialists. will help uh, busy HR pros develop that strategy, talking points, trends, things that are going on that are relevant. Um, that's June 15th at Cleveland's Botanical Gardens. Beautiful. Um, June 22nd, we have the... Uh, giant chapter meeting where Stark, Akron Sherm, Tuscarora Sherm. I just signed up for that. Hall of Fame Village. Yeah, believe it. We have the, the CEO, Michael Crawford, is going to be speaking to the group on leadership. I think we have about 200 registered for that. Should be really incredible. And then August 4th, down in Akron as well, we have family night at the ballpark where I'm going to bring my boys and my wife. Um, we're excited to to do that. That's going to make sure it, I make that one so, so I can meet the family. We have the uh, Scan Me uh Kind of QR code get that here. Close enough here we, so people can see it. There you go. Scan. We, that'll work. If you're at the conference at here, yeah, come see Ty. Yeah, we're giving these out at the conference. But yeah, outside of the uh, blocking, tackling uh, everyday life, you know, we try to have some events and some some ideas that that we think will be helpful to take back to your organization. I love it. All right, time to get you out of here on this. HR Like a Boss is all about doing amazingly awesome human resources. How would you describe someone that does HR Like a Boss? I know a bunch of them, and they're, every single one of them has a plan, okay? It's not just a um, let's get um, the blocking and tackling, whether it be uh, benefits, whether it be um, you know trying to attract and retain people. It's a strategic plan of like what I got done this week versus just, you know, I did everything that people pushed my way. So are you like taking your week and, uh, you know, taking it or is it taking you? Mm. So all the greatest HR people I know are taking the week and they have very defined metrics around, you know, what they're getting done, you know, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually. So have uh, a plan, work the plan. That's it. And I are great I'm, people that can help you. Yeah. I'm always impressed by those people. And I try to take and try to, and try to learn from them. So that's awesome. Yeah. Ty, appreciate you. Thank, thanks for being thanks on the so show. Much for appreciate me. you very much. Thanks for uh, everything you do for the community. Of course. Thank cool. you, Ty. Appreciate yeah. you, bud. See you. Yep. All right. So the HR Like a Boss podcast is all about amazingly awesome HR. We're at the NORC conference, HR Hit Reset 2023. I'm with my new friend, Lisa, from ERC. Tell the HR Like a Boss community all about yourself. Okay, so I guess um, professionally, um, I began my career at MBNA. I don't know if you've. Ever I know heard what that is. Yeah, was that was who owned the Browns, right? The yeah, gentleman, yeah. a learner. Exactly. Yes. So credit card company back in the day. Um, worked there right after college. Graduated from John Carroll. Um, worked there for 13 years, and that's where I got my start in HR. Uh, then I stayed home. I raised um, two kids and then got back into the workforce a few years ago. I worked at KeyBank as an employee relations consultant and then just recently came um, to ERC. Awesome. We'll wave hi to your yep. kids. I'm sure they're going to watch this through the live podcast sure. or maybe the recording. All right. So, Lisa, tell me, 
what do you think the purpose of human resources? Over the years, you've probably formed an opinion on that, and I'm so curious what that is. So I really think it's partnering, um, you know, with others, um, you know, whether it's other organizations or other departments, and just helping them do what perhaps they don't know how to do. Um, we're the experts of HR. We know how to guide them through, whether it's, you know, performance management, succession planning, whatever it is, you know, we're, they need help and we're there for them. That's awesome. Always be there for them because if they, if you're not who is, and sometimes I know HR professionals can't quite find their way in that regard, but people need support. They need help. And sometimes they don't have some of the talent or the 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 gumption to speak up for themselves mm -hmm. and HR is their voice, which that's awesome. All right, we give every guest a chance that's been on the podcast, this special edition at the NORC HR Hit Reset. I'll get that right eventually throughout the today at 2023 conference that we have going on here up in Independence to talk about a topic that you want to talk about near and dear to your heart, personal, professional, whatever it might be, something you have going on. Is there something in your heart that you want to share with the HR Like a Boss community? Um, sure. It was a big week this week for me, um, personally. Um, my son is at Ignatius and the freshman team won their championship in Cincinnati on Saturday. What team? We're St. Ignatius um, rugby. Rugby. Oh gosh. Yes. Okay. Holy cow. You're something. Yeah. Rugby? Yeah. It's a right. pretty tough sport. I don't know anything about it yet. Okay. Only that there's, you know, yeah, they won and there's 30 minute, um, halves. like halves and you play right. two of those. So they that's won. all I know as we progress through the sport, I'll learn more. That's my goal. Um, how did he get into rugby? Um, because he didn't make the baseball team. Uh -huh. So okay. he went for rugby and he loves it and he's going to continue on. I love it. Yeah. So, so we're cool. excited for him. And then the day after my daughter graduated high school. Oh my gosh. So with honors and she was just the best. I'm proud of both of my kids. Oh my gosh. So how cool. This one is some of the that. best stories about our kids and how we're succeeding, graduating from high school, winning a championship in a sport they just took up not too long ago, which is fantastic. Great, great stories. That's why we do our work. That's why we work every single day. All right, I'll get you out of here on this. This is called the HR Like a Boss podcast. The book by the same name, HR Like a Boss, will be out in the fall. So Lisa, tell me how you think someone who does HR Like a Boss, what is the description of that person? So I think you really need to put yourself into, you know, their shoes. Like if somebody's calling you with a problem and they need help, you're their lifeline. Like put yourself into, you know, their shoes of whatever the the situation is. And if you were them, like how would you feel? So, you know, looking at it from that perspective. Having empathy, having empathy, empathy. and taking action on exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Lisa, you did it. I did. All right. Way I to know. go. All well, right. Congrats. You, you got it. Awesome. My new friend. You got it. Yeah. And congratulations to both of your kids. Thank you very much. And to you as well. Thank Big you. accomplishment. All right. All right. See you around. Thank you for volunteering. All right. So this is my friend, Brandon. Brandon and I have a mutual connection and our friend, Kevin Hudson. So thank hey. you for... Thank you very much for your fellowship and your time. And I know we've had several conversations over the years, but I'm I'm really, really interested in my community through HR Like a Boss, getting to know you a little bit better. So tell your story to the HR Like a Boss community. So first of all, Kevin says hi. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I did tell him and I sent him a video of you in action. Awesome. He said, John is doing what John does and <laughs> yeah. he does it all so well. Yes. So yeah. So proud Northeast Ohio kid, never thought HR would be something that I would end up doing. Um, I took one of those tests in high school that said what you should be when you grow up. 
and it said either I should be an actor, a lawyer, or I should do personnel. Oh my gosh. I was like, well, what's personnel? They was like, well, it's when you do human resource type things, but HR didn't exist yet. I never knew all these years later that that test was accurate and I would wind up being in HR. Um, tremendous opportunity came about. Did you act before that, I assume, as an actor? No, 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 yeah. no. This one I tried to pretend to play high school sports. So you pretend, yeah, okay. oh, I was horrible, you know. <laughs> I started on the bench. That was my starting position. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> but um there was an opportunity when I worked at a local bank here where they needed some HR help and I kind of got put in a role as a task force member. Okay. And I liked it so much I decided to pursue it um academically at Cleveland State. So I got my master's in labor relations and HR management, joined the student chapter of SHRM. And then everything just kind of came together. Yeah. And you've been volunteering for, since back in the day. I think Steve Ligas brought you in. Steve Ligas did Steve, bring shout me out in. To shout Steve. out to Steve. And you volunteered in all kinds of special yeah. interest groups. Shirley, now you Shirley Hunter, Robin, all of them. Great leadership, great tutelage. Some of the best people to help me kind of usher myself into the HR profession. And now you're holding the mic inside of the conference in case anybody <laughs> has a question. We need to make sure they can bellow out so people can hear them loud right, and clear. Right. Brandon, thanks for sharing that. I'm sure over the years you have a clear answer to the next question, which is what is the purpose of human resources? So I think when we think about resources, we focus on the bottom line a lot, right? What can my people do to make sure I just hit this number? But we don't think about the journey that people have and making sure we hit the number. Are they going to have a good experience or are they just going to say, this is just a job? We want it to feel like a place where they can really thrive and grow mm. and they feel like they, they're wanted. People who feel valued, they're, they'll do more. You know, my significant other, she says all the time, well, I'll do more when I feel appreciated. I think it's the same thing with employees. So I just think that's our role. Just never forget that little professional intimacy mm. is what I like to use with my staff. If we create the right intimacy with our employees from a professional standpoint, then it's a great culture that can be the end result of that. Recognize them with your words and your mm -hmm. actions. They'll speak with how they do their work, with how engaged they are, and you'll know. If, yeah. you're, if, if you're caring for them, because at the end of the day, that's what people care about. Absolutely. How did you make me feel? How did you make me feel at work? How did you make me feel at home? It's just paramount in how you yeah. do your business. And if we make an intentional when we do that, mm. then it just becomes part of the climate. Yes. You know? And we want that to be the new normal with inside our workspaces, right? Yes, 100%. All right. So we are totally giving you free reign to share whatever you want. And we're taking, people are taking pictures of Brandon. He's so popular <laughs> right now. Stop. You can't even see, see, see the actor Brandon is coming out, Lord. right? Exactly right. So you didn't realize you're going to be that popular. When you go home, tell your wife, you're on a podcast and people were taking pictures of me while I was going Well, she's through. not my wife yet, but hopefully my oh, wife. Okay. Oh, okay. So sorry. Yeah. So preemptive. Might have just like, ruined it. I went to Jared and everything. Now she's going to watch the podcast. Oh, no. Honey, is it something you want to tell me? No, John has something he wants to oh, tell you. First ever proposal on the HLX Boss podcast. <laughs> breaking Protect news, breaking yeah. news. <laughs> okay, give it time. We'll make sure it. we'll make sure that that is not, we'll edit that part out if needed. Lisa, All right. We get into that point. <laughs> I lost my tree. Oh, okay, we're on to the potpourri topic to discuss whatever you want. Potpourri, I'm in this smelly good. You pick a topic, whatever you want to. You've got the forum for 30 to 60 seconds, Brandon. So here's get, the one get, thing that I'll say. Our theme for this conference is hit reset. 
And coming out of the pandemic, there are so many things that I think we took for granted. So I think with us rising from the ashes, so to speak, we want to get back to this new sense of normalcy and just whatever it is that really makes you happy. When we think about what the first speaker said, she said, well, make sure you prioritize yourself. Mm -hmm. But I would just say once you find out where that space is, where you're making yourself the priority, make it a continual process, right? Because even when you think about it, you can do more when you're whole. And I just think if COVID has taught us nothing else is we just got to really enjoy life and put ourselves first. That'll allow you to operate better for your family, operate for your peer group, your profession. And I just think it's something that if COVID has taught me nothing else, just to make sure you enjoy the ride. It's not a destination. It's really just a journey. Yeah. And that's, so, it's, it's hard sometimes when you're in a service-based business or you're a parent or you're taking care of somebody else. I know when I was taking care of my dad who was ailing, I had a, a, a sibling say to me, John, you need to take care of yourself first because if you can't, you can't take care of dad. Absolutely. And it, and it was a profound moment. Like, wait a second. You're right. Okay, so how do I do that? How do I how do I disengage for a minute or two for myself so I can give him my whole self? But that makes me think of one thing. I love what you just shared. Thank you for sharing that, mm -hmm, by the way. Of course. Um, it's a good reminder to all of us. Family is so important. I remember right before COVID started, I've been promising my son that I was going to take him to Disney World. Mm. And when I was going to take him, everything shut down because of COVID. Mm. And so we hadn't been on a family or sort of like male bonding thing because I am a single dad. And recently he just turned 10. So he'll be double digits for the rest of his life. Let's now. go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my son. Um, we went on a road trip to Cincinnati and we stayed there for four or five days during spring break. Just seeing nature. We went to Mammoth Cave. Oh, cool. Great experience. Great experience. Short drive to Kentucky came back. And the added benefit is when we went on that trip, his favorite food place was there. A place called Blaze Pizza. Okay. We don't have those here in Northeast Ohio. And my restaurant, my favorite restaurant was there, Jay Alexander's. So it Let's just go. let us get back to the basics while bonding. So when we talk about hit reset, that was a trip that was deferred by four years, five years because of COVID. And now we're getting back to the new normal, enjoying each other. But we needed that reset because now we appreciate it more than we probably would have if it wasn't for COVID. Isn't it amazing how sometimes when something's taken away from you, when you get back into it, you have so much more of a better perspective Absolutely. and an appreciation for it because it's potentially not going to be there. Absolutely. And we didn't ever realize at some point we wouldn't be able to do that. I know with COVID, wearing masks, we're not seeing family around mm -hmm. holidays. Now when you have those holiday celebrations again, what a great experience to remember what it used to be like. All right. These shows are supposed to be five minutes. Uh, you said you you said you weren't going to be a good guest. You've been a killer <laughs> guest, Brandon. I'm going to get you out of here on one last question. How would you describe someone that does HR like a boss? People don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. So your number one responsibility is not to hit the number. It's to make sure you create the right environment for your people. And if HR is done correctly, you'll serve as a go-between between the between leadership of the organization and the rest of your workforce. Mm. So if you're really going to be a boss, that's just a title. A boss really impacts everybody around them. Let's so, go, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. That was awesome. It's Appreciate good to get the band back together, yeah. man. Thank you for having me. You got me. it. See you around. Thanks, Thanks for being so on the show. All right, we're back at it live here at the NORC conference, HR Hit Reset. We are having so much fun. It's lunchtime, but it doesn't feel like it because we got a lot of buzz around the HR Like a Boss live stream podcast. I'm joined by Sarah. Sarah, please tell the HR Like a Boss. Oh my gosh, Stacy. Stacy, I'm so sorry. My apologies. Yes. 
I totally embarrassed myself, but that's okay because those things happen when you're live. Tell the world, you're obviously not Sarah, you're Stacy. Give the HR Like a Boss community a little bit about your background and what you're working on these days. Absolutely. So after after a long career in non-for-profit, um, I decided to go into a consulting practice. And so I'm the founder and CEO of Cloudigy Consulting. Um, we're an organizational development and HR consulting firm here in Northeast Ohio. And um, we have about four service lines, um, consulting, coaching, training, and assessments. Awesome. And how did you come up with the name Gladigy? What was, how did the name come about? Glategy Consulting. So we're glad and strategy. Oh, I love it. Okay, awesome. Combining those two terms. Awesome. All right, so let's get into the podcast. How would you describe the purpose of human resources? Absolutely. I think the purpose of human resources is to mobilize your internal people in order to help them meet the mission. So it's really getting groups of people together and to help them to help create synergy with those groups of people in order for them to execute and advance the mission and move it forward. I love it. And and you have to have a lot of strategy and you got to be glad to do the work you do to take that entrepreneurial leap and get into consulting and, and do those things. So I'm so curious from your perspective, something you want to share throughout the work you've done or a personal experience, something's going on. We're in the, the free form. Tell, tell our HR community a little bit about something near and dear to your heart right now. Absolutely. So I think what's near and dear to my heart right now is it's actually building capacity. It's really helping organizations develop and grow. Um, I know a lot of organizations, for, for, for a lot of organizations we work with, top of mind is post-COVID. Like, how are we going to be able to move the organization forward? Our people are fatigued. Um, we're, you know, we're still going through some of that COVID, um, sort of residual sort of stress from COVID. And so really helping our teams really get together. A lot of new people are coming into the organization. There was a great reshuffle. And so what we're finding is that teams are starting over. And so we want to be able to help those teams really start up quickly, you know, and to build capacity, get to know one another and use their use their collective strengths in order to add results for the organization. I love that idea of building capacity. You're doing it not only organizationally, but within someone's frame of their job, what they're doing every single day to help them build capacity to to do a little bit more in their role and have a little bit more time for themselves and a little bit more that they want to do. Is that, is that how you're, am I reading that correctly? Absolutely. And so we build capacity at the individual, the team and the organizational level. Mm. So we're really helping individuals. We have, you know, we have um, um, co coaching, um, coaching services that we provide individuals and teams. So it may be, you know, leadership and executive coaching, you know, for leaders. And what we're doing is that we're actually, we're challenging their perceptions. We're challenging their behaviors. You know, we're challenging them to really help change and move the organization forward. Sometimes as leaders, we may get in our own way, right? And so it's really helping leaders, um, whether it's managers and leaders, executives, you know, really changing their mind frame around the work we know that right now there are about four generations, five generations in the workforce right mm -hmm. now, right? So there's a lot of a lot of there's a lot of similarities we have, you know, um, but there's also a lot of difference we have multi generationally. So it's really, you know, really helping people connect and um, and to be able to to team and advance the mission. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I think that idea of building that capacity, giving them that opportunity, there's there's really something there that you're on to. Make sure you connect with the folks at Gladigy to figure out how they can help you do that. All right, last thing, the book is called HR Like a Boss. Later in, in the fall, it'll be released. This podcast is called HR Like a Boss. How would you describe someone that does HR Like a Boss? 
Someone who does HR as a boss is really leveraging all the resources we have in human resources in order to build internal strength in the organization. They themselves building capacity within, within their organization to strengthen the organization. It is sharing generously. It is, it is really um, engaging an intentional process of developing people because people are your most important resource. So really developing people internally in order to meet the mission of the organization. We like to say at Gladigy that our vision, it's to our vision, we envision a world where all people are meeting their mission's promise. Mm, love it. Stacy. thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so sorry for this faux pas with the name. I will never forget your name is Stacy. now. And we had that moment on screen. I saw Lizzie laugh at me, which is all good. But you did a great <laughs> job. I wish you nothing but the best. Enjoy the rest of your experience as a sponsor at Nork. I really appreciate you being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you, yeah, John. You thank got you it. You got it. Of course. Thank all right. You. Good luck to yourself. Yeah. All right. So, Everyone, thank you so much for continuing your live stream viewing of the HR Like a Boss podcast at NORC 2023 HR Hit Reset Speaker Series. I'm joined by Angie. We are newfound friends, and we're going to talk about four things which she knows about herself, the purpose of HR, potpourri topic, and bossing like a boss, or HRing like a boss. Sorry about that. All right, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Angie. Okay. I am a mom of two kids. That always comes out first, right? So um, I'm an HR professional. I've been married 30 years to my uh, college sweetheart. And um, I live in Northeast Ohio. I love uh, outdoors. I love that. All right. Start with start with the fact that you're a mom, you're two kids. Congratulations on 30 years of marriage. That's probably one of your, your best and greatest accomplishments in your personal life, I'm sure. And so <laughs> I'm just really curious if in that personal life and your admiration for your kids and your family, if how things, hey, how's it going? How are you doing with the relationship of human resources and the purpose, not only in your business, but also personally? So how would you describe the purpose of human resources? I mean, obviously, we just got through pandemic, right? So we have this opportunity to be human again. And I think that whether it's um, with your adulting children or someone in the community or it's the work that we do, I think it's so important to um, meet people where they're at and be able to be a resource and share our strengths and also pick each other up in the weaknesses. I love it. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's one of those things where we all learn from these journeys. And obviously, COVID was something that we all universally were struggling with having to navigate through. And it created this companionship, this fellowship that I've never seen in my life globally that ever happened before. And I think, as you said, it's it's just so important to to realize those experiences and to kind of move forward and galvanize us together. Now, I know you you mentioned your, your your spouse. You mentioned your two kids. I'm going to give you the forum to share whatever you want. You've got our entire HR Like a Boss community ready for some wisdom from you, Angie, on all things amazingly awesome HR or personal or professional. What would that be? Um, take care of yourselves first. I mean, you're the responder, right? So make sure that you are taking care of your, your mental health needs, your physical needs, um, be who you want to be, um, and align that with um, who you are. Um, and that's not always easy, right? No, it's not. And it goes well with the very first speaker. I know the keynote today was all about wellness and social media platforms right. and all that impact and making sure that you can take care of yourself before you take care of anyone else. All right, well, talking about taking care of things, this is the HR Like a Boss podcast. It's all about taking care of amazingly awesome HR. I get all guests out of my show on how would you describe someone that does HR like a boss? They pay attention. Uh, they listen actively. They give action steps. Don't just you know go through the motions, but make sure there's a plan in place and be strategic. 
I love it. Clear, concise, direct. Probably a, a fan of Brene Brown. I am. You are. See, I knew it. All right. And you were a natural, as you said, on podcasting. Angie, thank you so much for uh, being here. All right. You. Awesome. Take Enjoy care. the rest of the conference. You too. All right. We're on with Kevin Doherty, good friend from all things Cleveland Sherm. Love my time whenever I can spend with Kevin. And this is a unique experience for us to do the HR Like a Boss podcast live from the NORC Conference 2023. HR hit reset. So super excited to have you here, Kevin. For those in the HR like a boss community that don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure, John. Thanks. I'm uh, I'm Kevin Doherty, HR professional. Uh, been in HR since 1991, if you can believe that. Started out as an accounting major undergrad. It was a great education, especially for any business, but it wasn't my vocation. So Got an MBA in uh, HR, started in 91, and uh, love, the, love the profession. I'm a, I'm a big Cleveland Sherm member for years. And, um, it's, it's a very rewarding profession. If you enjoy um, having a chance to impact uh, the business, but via the people, it's, it's definitely a rewarding profession. How did you transition getting your accounting degree in school going into HR. And I had a guest on my show once. She was a practicing auditor at a CPA firm who became their head of HR because she had a way of connecting the people to the business. I'm just so curious how that shift happened from numbers to people. Yeah, I think it was, I was always people, but I, I got a job with the numbers because that was what I wanted to do out of school. Kind at of. least you thought you did. Anyway. Yeah, right. right. And, um, and yet the numbers are the language of business, right? So if you can speak the language of business, but also get along with people, I think it's a, it's a great mix. A great you probably mix. have that, yeah. Yeah, that unique perspective in HR of understanding the importance of the numbers and profitability. Yes. So when you talk to executive leaders that maybe see the fluff of HR, sorry, HR, they don't really right, get the, right. how's the hard and line number, how this is going to make an impact on the bottom line. You have that perspective from an accounting pers uh, accounting standpoint to be able to help them make those sound decisions. Yep. That's great. For, yep. I, I didn't know that about you. Look, we yeah. learned about that, that on the show. All right. So. Let's talk about HR. How would you describe the purpose of human resources? I think the purpose of human resources is to um, help a company, an organization, to get the most out of their people and help the people get the most out of their employment with the company. So mm -hmm. you're kind of like that, that middle ground, that counselor, confidant of both sides. And it's... Um, it requires a lot of agility to be able to shift gears, but when done right, I think, you know, you help build a great workplace, but you also help build uh, great employees for that workplace. Yeah, no, and I, I agree. One of the things we write about in the book is the importance of doing amazingly awesome HR is for your employees, for the business, and for the community. If we bring meaningful work to our employees, they become engaged. They end up, in my opinion, likely having a higher chance of doing better work, which should mean more profitability, more successful business. If we have those two resources, engage people with a profitable business, we can do something good in the community, whether it's giving back financially, whether it's volunteering, whatever it might be. That's the whole idea of this strategy around HR Like a Boss. Now, Absolutely. Kevin, I know you have a lot of things you're interested in in your life. I want to give you the platform to share whatever you want, whatever topic you want. The floor is yours. Wow. Wow. I'd say, um, you know, just 
being more on the seasoned side of the HR community <laughs> now, coming to a show like this, the Nork, um, it's 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 a it's been an honor to be in this profession, and I just also would like to give back at this point. I've always been family driven, so very dedicated to um, to getting that part of my life right first. But now towards the uh, latter part, certainly hoping to do more uh, volunteering and more, um, you know, engagement with the things outside of work that aren't necessarily, uh, you know, what I've been focused on yeah. today. So, um, well, wave to your family yeah. that's out there. It's crazy to think that <laughs> Kevin's on a podcast at a conference. Probably right. wasn't something he think he was going to do today, but that's he's right. up for anything. Appreciate that. Kevin, I'm going to get you out of here. Yeah, the H like a boss. I'm going to get you out of here on this. The pin you have is HR like a boss. The podcast is HR like a boss. How would you describe someone that does HR like a boss? I would say it's someone who um, who believes in the power of people and who can drive unity in, in the diversity of people. So very important to have the unity and the diversity. Love it. Yeah. Kevin, thank right. you. Appreciate you being here. My pleasure. And your friendship. Thank you. And your support. Cleveland Sherman. Yeah. All right, we're back live on the HR Like a Boss podcast. The Nork HR Hit Reset series has ended. And before it goes to happy hour, they're stopping by the booth to say hi to us and answer a few questions. I'm joined by Joe. She's awesome. Joe, how was the conference? It was fantastic. Awesome. Way to go. All right. Taking selfies. The other thing I want to ask you is just a little bit about your background. Anything super interesting that's happened to you recently or in the past? Um, most recently, I stepped into a role as VP of people, not HR, people, um, if, after leaving HR for a decade. So that was very interesting. That's cool. Also, you, you went, you were in HR, left for a bit, came back, and now they changed the name of, from HR to people. Nope. They started a whole new role for me. Oh, I love it. You're, you're dynamic. You know what you're doing. So how would you describe the purpose of human resources? Um, the purpose right now for me is to really focus my company on seeing people as people. Okay. Um, rather than a resource, which is why I'm saying not HR uh, people, uh, because for the last several decades, that's what it was. Resources going out to do services. And instead, there are assets that are servicing others and uh, being serviced themselves by their clients and their interactions and the meaningful work that they do. They're people. Let's let's care for them. Let's take care of them. Let's give them engage, engaging work, meaningful things to do, and they'll deliver wonderful results. Congrats on that. Last question. The book is called HR Like a Boss. The podcast is called HR Like a Boss. How would you describe someone that does HR Like a Boss? I think by being your authentic self mm. and allowing others that you're interacting with to do the same and coming to common ground and collaborating together. You got to be a person, people, a human to do human resources. That's right. At an amazingly awesome way. Awesome. Joe, way to go. Congrats. Congratulations. Have a good rest of your day and see you around. So I don't even know the guest name. That's how crazy it is. Sure. Aisha, I'm John. Nice to see you. What's going on? Welcome to the HR Like a Boss podcast at the Nork HR Hit Reset Series 2023. We're wrapping up the show. We're wrapping up the conference. Tell our audience, Aisha, a little bit about yourself and something interesting that's happened to you in the last month or so. Oh, last month. Well, let's see. I have been in HR for over 20 years. We'll just leave it at that. Um, exciting over the month. Well, year. The world well, okay. decade, however so you want for to this year, I started a new job. Let's go. We're at News 5. News 5, the TV channel. Yes. Okay, nice. Can you get me on there to promote my book? Why not? I just 
community basis, there's a story. Community everybody, basis. Everybody has a story, and we want to know it all. All right. You get your card. <laughs> nudge, nudge, nod, nod. So you, you just started there, and you're doing HR at, yes. at Channel 5? Can yes. I call it Channel 5? Is that okay? I'm old school. Okay. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Well, this is all about human resources. The conference at NORC was all about HR and helping you become a better professional, more engaged, putting yourself first, all those things. Tell me what you think the purpose of human resources is. Oh, gosh. The way I look at it is we're, we're, we're Switzerland. Oh, gosh. Yes, we're Switzerland. Everybody gets along with Switzerland. Yes, we are <laughs> that neutral party that bridges the communication and relationships between management and the workers and the employees to make sure that everybody can uh, communicate properly, get along, conflict management, um, be that sounding board. I tell some um, employees, if you just want to come and sit in my office and just take a beat, that's fine. I we don't have that. to talk at all. Um, sometimes we just need to be that safe place for everybody. Now, I've never heard that response to that question before. That's awesome. And I'm thinking as you're saying it, that's why they have all these large global leaders meet in Switzerland, right? People that don't get along with each other sometimes yeah. or maybe there's conflict, they meet in Switzerland. Yes. That's fantastic. Awesome. All right. This podcast is called HR Like a Boss. The book I wrote comes out in the fall. It's called HR Like a Boss. How would you describe someone that does HR Like a Boss? Somebody who can think objectively. Um, but still have enough emp empathy to do their job while still being analytical at the same time. It's a lot. It is. It's a lot. We're jugglers. Awesome job. <laughs> jugglers in Switzerland. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you. Nice to meet I'll you. get your card, too. Make sure you get her card so we can get on Channel 5. Sorry. Is that too shameless? I apologize if it's not. It is. All right, everybody, we're back again. Another quick episode of the HR Like a Boss podcast. We're winding down the NORC. HR Hit Reset 2023 Speaker Series Conference. I'm joined by Rachel now. Rachel, please tell the HR Like a Boss community a little bit about yourself and maybe something interesting about you that most people may not know. Well, I'm actually a transitioning teacher. I was a classroom teacher at the high school level for 13 years. And then within the school district, I moved into an L&D position where I was uh, training teachers and then doing one-on-one -on -one coaching to help with implementation support. And uh, it's kind of come full circle because I went to college with the intention of going into organizational psychology. Oh my gosh. Teaching was supposed to be a pit stop. And here I am kind of like, okay, after my 18 years in education, you're coming back to where I hope to start 20 years ago. Oh my gosh, so cool. I have a really close friend of mine. She was a principal in a school on the West side, don't quote me on it. And now she got promoted into human resources and she loves it, absolutely loves it. And the teachers and administrators really feel she's approachable because she's done the job before. And she know you know how, if you haven't been a teacher, you don't know what it's like to be a teacher. Yeah, you lose it's, credibility. Yeah, it's, and it's easy for people to say, oh, that job's so easy, or oh, you get summers off, or oh, whatever. It's really a difficult job yes. and it's one, not for the faint of heart, but thank you so much for your service and all that you're doing there. Tell me what you think the purpose of human resources is. And we wanna stay on topic in regards mm -hmm. to this podcast. We could probably talk about school teaching oh, yeah. and all that for the rest of time, but tell me what you think the purpose of HR is. To take care of its people. Yeah, just simple as that. Take care of your people, however they need it in whatever way they do. All right, the podcast is called HR Like a Boss. The book that's coming out in the fall is has the same name. Tell me what you think the description of someone that does HR Like a Boss. 
I think striking that balance between being people-centric but result-oriented and how do you balance making sure that the people are performing and the business is achieving results, but still it's always about the people and supporting them. Wow. There's an amazing, awesome business plan in the HR Like a Boss book that talks about having a purpose, making sure you put your, you're being people-centric, you produce consistently, you have process continuity, and you have profitability. You got it. Way to go. Awesome. Nice job. Thank Congrats. you. All right. All right. You don't have a name tag on. What's your name? Anne Marie. Anne Marie. Yes. Nice to meet you. I'm John. Very nice. Thanks to meet so much you for being on. Thank you. So great. All right. We're back. This should be the last interview <laughs> of the HR Like a Boss podcast on the road. I didn't keep count, but I think we're around 20, 25 guests that have been on this show. And my last guest is Anne Marie. Anne Marie, tell the HR Like a Boss community a little bit about yourself and what you're passionate about in human resources. Well, a little bit of a uniqueness in that I'm not in HR. I was uh, with Xerox for 27 and a half years, and I work for an organization called Work Human, where we are partnered with all HR peoples and organizations, where our focus is all about engaging employees and allowing these employees to feel appreciated for the greatness and goodness that they do each and every day. Now in, in Xerox, were you in a sales role, account management? Were you, you were okay? Yes. And now you're selling this, this service that you, that you're offering and you came as a sponsor or as an attendee? As an attendee. Okay. Awesome. Just to get more comfortable with the concepts of HR and meet the people and Absol make and, new friends. And continuously, you know, just being able to put myself in the HR communities, you know, in their shoes. Right. Build that empathy. That's right. Right. That's right. Fantastic. Okay. So tell me what you think the purpose of human resources is. How would you define that? I would um, define HR as the, the role of being able to allow employees to um, feel seen, heard, and appreciated for the work that they do each and every day, yet also being able to bridge that gap from a corporate perspective. So values, mission, being adhered to each and every day by those employees. So it's that balance of the human-centric and also from a corporate and business perspective, balancing that out. You have a great, it just reminds me of something as you were saying that the importance of making sure that people feel like you care about them because the majority of organizations when surveyed are described as not caring about their employees. It's eight, eight out of 10, nine out of 10, roughly that are feel like their employees, the employees feel like they don't care. The employer doesn't care about them. And I think your ability to be able to, to make people feel heard is one way that people can feel like, Oh, you care about me because you heard what I said. And then you did something with it, or you took some action on it, or at least you repeated back what I heard. Doesn't mean you have to change it, but I feel like I could get that off my chest and, and on we go. Absolutely. There are some amazing statistics, but 43, I'm going to add another statistic. Do it. 43% of employees feel invisible when they come to work. So how do you um, make them feel visible so mm. that their managers know, uh, first of all, you're building that trust bridge, again, talking about that bridge, but so that they feel, again, seen mm. and appreciated for that work they we, do. We don't want that at all. Let's change that number for sure. Sorry. All right. Last question. This is the HR Like a Boss podcast book that comes out in the fall is called HR Like a Boss. How would you describe someone that does HR Like a Boss? HR Like a Boss is bridging that gap, right? Corporate values and mission statement, but add a very um, human-centric perspective where that HR professional is allowing their employees to, again, feel seen, appreciated for the work that they do each and every day. Nice. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate so you. Grant, she'd be a great testimonial. Awesome. Just one minute on telling what you thought, how it went. Uh, 
for the podcast. Not now. Oh. He'll do it over here. Well, okay. Behind, behind, okay. Behind the Thank scenes. you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the HR Like a Boss podcast. If it resonates with you, please leave a rating or review. Or better yet, subscribe and share with a friend. Until next time, let's continue to aspire to do amazingly awesome HR. HR.